When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Coming up on this week's episode of the Ask Women podcast, we talk all about whether or not women really enjoy rejecting men, and we also talk about whether we want to text or talk. All that coming up now, so keep listening. Welcome to the Ask Women podcast. Uh, I'm your host, Kristen Carney, here with Marnie Kinris from winggirlmethod.com. And we have from Storyworthy Podcast and Story Smash uh, show at the Improv, Christine Blackburn. Thanks for joining us. I'm excited to be here. So you Thanks, did the girls. show a long, 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 long time ago when we were at Sideshow. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Storyworthy, we just celebrated our eighth anniversary. I say our, it's my anniversary. I would say, I, I know, with my other show, I say our, even though it's just my show. Yeah, eight yeah, year you're collaborating in some way with other people. Yeah, consistently. sure. My guests, exactly, yeah. for sure. And yeah, so we just celebrated eight years, and we're up to about 507 episodes. Holy moly. I know. That's crazy. And what are we at? We're at like... I think we're at 256. Four or something wow. like that. Over, or halfway. Over a hundred, I think you're 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 cooking along. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Nobody's Lots. listening, but we're still doing them. <laughs> yeah, no, but I mean like in general, as a podcaster, you know, if you do ten or twenty, eh, you know, I'm glad. Good for you. I'm glad you did that. Right. It depends on what your But what if you stuck with is. it. Yeah, but it depends on what your goal is, of course. Some are just you know, some podcasts are just a ten part series or something like that. But if you're trying to do like an ongoing thing, once you get to a hundred I think you're that's, legit. that's exciting. Yeah. Yeah. I think, that's I think a whole so lot. too. We did a big celebration for our 100th episode. Yeah. yeah. I we mean, both like, just stared at each other. Yeah. We just said, yay. But Boom. you know what else <laughs> I'm thinking now is I might be thinking about like how 100 shows to syndication. Right. Like that sort of thing. No, but at that sitcoms. point, you're in the groove. You know what you're doing. I mean, the, the thing is, is that we probably lost a little bit of, of our format of our show. We're not as <laughs> regimented, I guess. Um, but I think that. Kristen and I have a nice flow with each other. Oh, you do. And that started at about episode 25, and it's consistently just gotten better, well, which you're, is really good. You were just kissing, and I thought that was... Yeah. So you're close. Well, I was actually, yeah. I was um, uh, eating we're very her out, close. but I... <laughs> for you, I just had to take it down a notch because it's guests are here, and I didn't yeah. want to yeah, be weird. Yeah, exactly. Just be appropriate. Come on. <laughs> this is... This is a PG show. Uh, okay, so we're going to we're gonna uh, discuss a topic that somebody wrote into me. So they wrote, Dear Marnie, do a podcast on why women text and don't answer their phone today when a lot of men have trouble communicating with women this way. Also, do a podcast on whether women enjoy rejecting men. So let's talk about the first part. Yeah. First, um, why do women text and not answer their... Actually, before we get into this, I, I do want a little bit of a background yeah. on you because last yeah. time you were on our show, which is like three years ago... At Sideshow, yeah. yeah you were That's you right. were single yeah. and dating. Are you... Are you what, what are you doing now? Who well, are you? You, you, you know, I, I, I have been uh, divorced for about six years and, and now I'm actually with... Uh, yeah, I'm with somebody who I've known since I was 19... Really? Yes, but we've never lived in the same state, and he just moved here because okay. he retired. And have you always been attracted and into him, or is this yeah, something that's new? Yeah, but it's been new? an on-off thing because we've never lived in the same state. 
Okay. So now he lives here, and we're going to see how this works. And how long has this been going on for? Two weeks. Really? And how is it working? <laughs> it's good. You know, this is honeymoon phase, really, you know, right? in a way. So is this long distance still? Because you said state, not city. Uh, no, he li- he moved in with me. Oh, wow. So he's moved in. So this so has been something you've been two, discussing. Two weeks. Right. Wow. So you've been having an on again, on and off a long relationship. distance relationship for a while, on and off and long distance. How, what's a while? Well, like uh, the last six years. Okay, six years. Because we reconnected. We didn't see each other for about fifteen years because I was I was here in Los Angeles. He was in Colorado. Okay. And then when, um, you know, uh, he retired from a teaching position. Yeah. And he can move here now. Okay. But have you always liked him? I have always liked him. How did it happen? <laughs> He's very calm and very peaceful and very talented. He's a guitar player, singer-songwriter. Okay. I met him at 19 years old. Check this out, 1985. Yes. My brother was working in Winter Park, Colorado at a ski shop. And I went out to visit my brother. And this guy was and this guy was working in the ski shop. Interesting. Okay. And you just fell That's for it. him. Yeah. Okay. But then we both he, got married twice. We both right. got divorced twice. And so how did you reconnect? Facebook. Like everybody does. Hello. Yeah. Okay. No, truly. Yeah. Isn't that funny? And then you went out to Colorado. He came here. What happened? <laughs> you guys. <laughs> I know. <laughs> you're so good. Marnie's so good. She's just like, right. She like probably. She pro- so good. You are. What's the word? Probes. Yeah, probes. He came to Los Angeles. Okay. Yeah. And that, then that was did you know that that was going, like, was there a buildup over Facebook? There was a buildup over Facebook. Uh, m- maybe. Not too, too much. But we were texting, which is interesting that this, the, the person wrote in and asked this question. Because I think now basically everybody texts. texts. But I hear what she's saying. Men do have oh, to no, be reverse. sort of... Men writing in this question. Right. But, but it seems like men do have a harder time communicating in general. And if... So texting for them is a different skill set. Right. So there is a learning curve for them. So, Yeah. It's um well the question is why do women not want to get on the phone? Like, I don't why think do they anybody not answer, answer the phone? Does I don't anybody, anybody want to get on the phone? I, I can barely listen to a voicemail. Yeah. I actually yesterday I on my phone. To voicemails. I had four voicemails that have been sitting there for like two weeks and I'm like, I'm not listening to the but now they're transcribing, which is right. great. And but then there's words missing. So I have to Who's transcribing to these? The the phone, the phone does it. The phone? So yeah. if you see that it <laughs> says it. if you see fuck? that it's like the dentist confirming your appointment, just delete because you got it. You know right, what I mean? Exactly. So that's kind of there's there's no purpose to But I don't I don't want to I don't want to talk on the phone and I don't want to listen to messages just like you guys said it's weird it takes me about two weeks to get off and get up the energy to go okay i gotta listen to this voicemail so would you say that if i'm okay what if a man were to call you would you not and you were into him would you not answer the phone it depends probably not the first time depends on what it goes back to like those old games, doesn't it? Like who calls who first and how long do you have to wait? And, you know, I like you, but I don't want to let you know too fast. And, you know, if, if I, you know, you're going to think I'm desperate or so there's all those head games that go on. Uh, but yeah, I would, <laughs> I would listen to the message first. I would not pick up because I'd be like, what is he calling for? Right. Like it's, this is creepy. The social etiquette has now changed yes. around the phone and some people are lagging behind. Some people are way far yeah. and, and, advanced yeah like what's a phone right and so i think it's difficult because not everyone's on the same page in terms of how we use the phone whereas back in the 90s 80s 70s 60s you just called people on the phone but now so with my boyfriend he's long distance 
we luckily there's no long distance charges anymore. Right. Um, but he he and I have never once called each other without saying. I'm going to call you yes. in a text. Yes, it almost it's, be like a drop by in the neighborhood. Yes, you don't just drop don't, by somebody's house, right? Go watch Sebastian Maniscalco stand up bit on YouTube about. I love him ringing the doorbell then versus now. Before he's like, before we'd be like, get out the coffee cake, like sit down and have coffee. Now it's like we jump, we get on the floor. We're like, nobody. Like, who moved. the hell is no, at our door? Nobody moved. <laughs> I love it's that. It's true. Yeah, it actually I'll is very that. true. So but, it's so. I think if you're going to call a woman, honestly, I think the etiquette is becoming, which might sound weird, a thing where you have to ask permission. Where you say, hey, would you do you want to talk on the phone later? Yes. I don't think you just call out of the blue anymore, unless it's your mom or your sister or something. Right. Like that. But I want I want to hear more detail about like you said it it would creep you out if that person called you that you liked you were interested and attracted to. So can you? dissect that a little bit more what would creep you out about it well just just what just to add on to what kristen's been saying it's just not in the vernacular anymore to 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 do that. call somebody so abruptly it just seems weird i mean i definitely but weird not where he gets negative points for it or weird because you're like Whoa. oh no i would no i would never give somebody negative points right off the bat for that but i'll tell you if they can't text back and forth with me i would not be interested and you know what you either learn and you keep up with, two th- you know, we're in 2018, you keep up or I'm nothing personal. And I'm sure there's many people out there who are not technically savvy and people that don't care about sound, that don't care about, right. you know, what texting or calling show. or don't phone calls. But the quality I, of it anyway. But, but it matters to me. So if you can't keep up and text back, I, I just don't know what to tell you. I'm in a different plane. I'm on a different place. I'm in a different place. And I'm sure there are many dating groups in his uh, community, whether it be in his, his church or his children's schools or whatever, and he can connect with those people that don't want to text. Right. Well, but, eventually they might want to text once they move it off well, of they, they can go as slow as they flip and have to, but right. I don't have time. I will say with my boyfriend and being long distance, we have gotten into a, a routine of texting, texting, texting. And so um, we went... One, it was like one month or something where we really didn't talk on the phone whatsoever. And I mean, we text hours and hours and hours, so we're communicating. But I said, I need, and this is so funny because I hate the phone. And so if I say this, I'm serious. And I said, I really need to talk to you on the phone more because it feels like we're more pen pals. Mm -hmm. And I said, I hate talking on the phone, but I need to, because we're long distance, I need to feel more connected. Mm -hmm. And so immediately we just started talking on the phone more and we have. And Can you explain why you feel more connected when you're talking on the phone versus like constant back and forth with texting? Well, for me specifically and for him, because he's got a, he used to be a comic and, and a comedy writer. We both tend to be very, 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 very jokey in text, which I love. And that's the banter and all of the things that I promote in terms of texting and dating. But because now it's been, we've been official for about seven months, it's, it, it hit the point where it's like, okay, I don't, Want, and we've gone beyond jokey in um, in lots of times in text and in person, but on a daily basis to constantly kind of have a, a ban like a sticky banter back and forth. I needed more than that, and so on the phone we can talk more in depth about certain things that I would feel weird talking about in text because in text you, even though I think him and I are really like masters of te- of text and masters of nuance and picking up nuance, even even for us nuance can be missed in text. So there's more nuance and things that are more serious or things that I want to bring up that I don't really know how to broach in a text that, you know, 
would be easier to talk about in, in person. Yeah, so. and it's more yeah, personal. Radical. It's more personal. And you have an agreement. Yeah, and you can hear each other's voices. And, you know, sometimes I think um, I think this is for more serious relationships and not just, like, the early dating. But um, people's, you know, people's things can get, get misconstrued in text. Whereas if you're talking over the phone, you can hear the sound of the person's voice. You can feel their energy more. And those things are really important in terms of communication. Mm-hmm. Because... All of a sudden, if you're texting and it's not falling, it's falling on the wrong vibe or it's like landing. Well, that can still happen with verbal communication as well. Totally. Absolutely. But I think this is one step up from the texting. Yeah. You know? And it depends on where you are. If you're driving, I'll call my sister. Do you know what I mean? When, I'm, when right. I'm driving, it's definitely, you know. Yeah. And usually when we are on the phone, we are driving. Yeah. So that's another aspect of it, you know? Yeah, definitely. All right. Good. How about you, Marnie? Do you like the phone? I do. I definitely <laughs> like the phone. And I will say that when my husband is away, like I even just like, you know, breathing into the phone with each other. He doesn't have to actually say anything on the other Aww. end. And, or I don't have to say anything. I just like that we're sharing that you moment. You hang up. No, you hang together. up. Together. No, I know you a, hang up. Yeah. It's, my, it's you hang up. Yeah. I, I no, s- really hang up. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not fucking getting hang up. I sigh a lot just in regular life. And sometimes when I'm on the phone, I forget that I sigh and I don't sigh out of stress. When I was in college, my roommate, Katie, used to be like, are you mad at me? I would just like, because I'd be laying in bed and I'd just be like, <sighs> And I'm like, no, I just like sighing. But I find on the phone, I'm sighing and I'm not realizing it. And he's like, you're sighing. Aww. Is everything okay? And I'm like, yes, I swear. I like, just, I'm just breathing. I'm just breathing. And, so and now you I'm really have a cute voice, Kristen. So I could Aww. see why he'd want to talk to you. Really? Aww, thanks. You have a really cute voice. Thank you. So I don't think that women actively avoid the phone. I don't think that they're trying to. I think that it's just quite uncomfortable for people to be on the phone until they get to that certain level where they want further connection. Yeah, That's what's so- happening right now. We're just disconnecting ourselves as much as possible and it takes more time. Would you appreciate if a man called? It depends on the man. Right, exactly. Yeah, I mean, George if Clooney, a man- if he called this afternoon, I'll answer. I sound to fuck, go fuck himself. Uh, but <laughs> do you, like somebody that you enjoy, that you like, that you're attracted to, yeah, even yeah, though yeah. it might creep you out, Oh no, you're, you're definitely- happy he's called yeah, versus yeah, yeah. texting? Um, if it's too know. early it and depends. I'm not prepared, I could, if I was super into him and he still called and I was like not in the zone and not ready for him calling, I'd be like, uh, I'm not going to answer. But yeah. would you text back or would yeah, you call I'd be back? Like, oh, sorry. I'm on the, I'll, you know, let, I'll give you a call in 20 minutes, but it's like, I almost need the and mental call? prep. Yeah. If I said I'd be was, nervous, I'd be super nervous. Yeah. And the, it's like we, because we're like, we're phone, we're basically text warriors and we're like social media warriors. And the fact that we can be ourselves on there and we're comfortable and like we're safe and in, in our own space. And the minute someone calls, all of a sudden you have to drop that, that wall that you've put up yeah. using all these different ways of communication without actually communicating. And so I think it scares people a little bit in this day and age. Well, I remember when I was younger and we didn't have texting and people would call my house because there was no cell phone to call. So it wasn't like personally going to me directly. I would, I would look at my parents and go, I'm sleeping. Like yeah. if, oh, yeah. if I didn't want to be on oh, the totally. phone. Yeah. Yeah. And Definitely. like all my friends thought I had like narcolepsy or something because <laughs> I was like constantly asleep and then I would miss, like I just didn't, I just didn't feel like talking at that moment and people would have to, you know. Do you multitask when somebody, if somebody calls you, you have to talk. You know, if it's, you know, your sister, yeah. your mom or something, do you multitask? 
multitask at the same time. Yeah. What do you do when you're on the phone? Everything. Eat an apple. Everything. It's a George Costanza thing. Yeah. Eat an apple. Everything. Yeah. That's that is my problem that I'm trying to adjust. I'm trying to actually focus on who I'm talking to in that moment. But I am constantly multitasking. It's good if you're driving in that. Yeah. You know, and you're on the speakerphone. You then you can concentrate pretty well because yeah. yeah, you do have to look at the road. Yeah. yeah. But at home, I tend to clean. <laughs> Yes. Yeah, I I'm clean or I'm cooking or something and I'm trying yeah. to also entertain myself while doing that activity. So that's yeah. why I do have a phone call. Yeah. But it means that I'm also not fully paying attention to whatever yeah. there was a I'm meme. doing. There was a meme that I saw. A meme, Marnie, is one of those things where it's like... I uh, know this one. This okay. one I know. <laughs> so there's a meme... Uh, the other day of this guy who was like, you do the weirdest shit on the phone. And it's true. Like, so he was, I don't know what he was doing, but he was sitting there like playing with a broom and like, <laughs> you know, petting, a, you know, petting a rock. Like That's it's a just good like, bit. That's you, a good bit. You do do the weirdest stuff when you're on the phone. You don't even realize it. Cause it's uncomfortable. You'll be like laying with your feet up and you're like twirling your toes and you know, itching your armpit. It's just, it's weird, but it's almost like a nervous energy. I think a lot of people are nervous on the phone where we have to be doing something different. Like last night when I was on the phone with my boyfriend, we were having kind of an intense conversation and I have a blanket with so much fuzz. So oh, the fuzz is the gone, fuzz I'm is sure. Gone. <laughs> <laughs> I do have a defuzzer, though. Why does oh, why do men date us at all? I mean, just I don't honestly. know. Trust me, everybody who's listening terrifying. to this show is wondering the exact same we thing. We are so weird. Okay, so go on to the next question, which is: Do a podcast on whether women enjoy reject? Do I sound weird to you? Like sort of? No. You're a little loud. I'm gonna turn you down. Oh, now I'm loud. Interesting. Well, because you are so low, I'm like, overcompensating. Marnie, scream. Um, Okay, so do women enjoy rejecting men? Do you? There's actually this article that somebody sent me that I'm going to read for our next podcast. Um, but it's it's kind of along those same lines of do do women enjoy rejecting men? I don't whatsoever. It's so no. Awkward. That is a, so that, yeah. That is the opposite of my life. That is have been the opposite, and I've dated a lot in my life. I've been married it doesn't a couple make of you times feel good afterwards. Where you're like, I rejected somebody, or I, I didn't no. want them. Well, of course, there's a little ego involved when you're Just like, I'm not the rejected and the rejectee of course that feels a little fine but it's not like i mean unless you're looking unless there's some evil bitches out there which i'm sure there are are. no one's doing it for the sports i don't think anybody okay i take that back there are some people who definitely enjoy that process especially if they have things going on in their own lives where they're rejected constantly and they may like giving that to somebody else that's like a yeah you know, like here's my thing. turn it's my turn to turn somebody down i don't i i know that the people that i talk to do not enjoy rejecting it's it's honestly it's it feels like you're a boss and you're the one in charge of firing people that's not a fun position unless yeah. you're some egomaniac psychopath sociopath no one really, really wants to do it. No one likes it. Yeah. That's why I think, I, I mean, I don't know, but I would guess that the people in that position are getting paid a lot more because it's a terrible job. That's not a yeah. fun thing to do. And I know like I get messages occasionally because I don't have my relationship status online. Like I don't have in a relationship. Blah, blah. No, me neither. So I get messages occasionally like drinks tomorrow or, hey, how are you? I'd love to chat with you. Or, oh, I listened to your podcast. I think you're the coolest. I'd love to take you out sometime. And I, I hate having to say, Sorry, I have a boyfriend. It's so uncomfortable because I I feel like I sound like so full of myself. Oh, sorry, I've got a boyfriend. Like I I <laughs> I hate it so badly. I understand. And I feel the, the same. Way. Only reason I do it is because then I'm afraid I'll be a bitch if I just leave it hanging, and then they're like, oh, she didn't even respond to me. Mm-hmm. But that's like, well, the response is not going to be great. So I find zero pleasure in yeah, it. Yeah, it's terrible. I, I, exactly what you said. I feel the exact same way. I don't. I don't 
like saying those things. Oh, now I'm too quiet. Okay. I don't like saying those things no. directly. Rejection is not fun. Whether or not you think of it as actual rejection, it's not in Because you're letting somebody down. Yeah. And Except so I think a lot of women tend to be people pleasers. Avoid. Well, we're people pleasers and we don't want, we want everybody to like us. Yeah. We don't want to come across as a bitch. And you know, women can't be strong and powerful and assertive. Then we're bitchy and we're whiny and you just get so mad. And I hate when people say that because I don't feel like that. And I just want to say, no, thank you. So I'm trying to like raise my daughter to say, no, thank you. Just say, no, thank you. Yeah. That's mm-hmm. it. That's the word. That's what my niece says. No, thank you. <laughs> That's it. If you do anything, no, thank you. I'm like, oh, it's such a cute. Well, it's such a perfect ending because what is somebody going to come back at you and say, Wait, what do you mean? No, thank you. Well, actually, like, well, they, some people will. Strange on them, though. Some people but, will. That, but then that's, well, be, but that's honestly, reaffirming though, why you don't want to be with them. I will say though, if a girl is polite and rejects you, I, I, there's moments where yes, maybe I'm, there's. I think moments where Marnie would say, you know, you can continue trying, you know, work hard to get who you want and what you want. But like, there's this one guy who's now written me several times, and he said, "Hey, I'd love to take you out for drinks." And I said, "Sorry, I have a boyfriend." And then he wrote back. Oh, will you still follow me back anyway? I think if something doesn't work out, you could always, you know, hit me up. And so I just, okay, uh uh-huh. And I didn't follow him back. And then he sent me another message and he's like, hey, when are you going to follow me? And I'm... uh, See, that's the third, that's too much. It's like, dude, dude. And then that's not that I get pleasure out of rejecting him, but like, that's when I'm like, all right. You just ignore it then. And I did ignore it, but that's when I want to go, listen, I didn't like you to begin with. I don't like you now. And now you're annoying me, you know, and that's not like I would have pleasure, but that's the only time where I'd start to kind of lose it. But again, I didn't say that. I just left it alone. Yeah. I actually agree with that. There's a certain point where you're like, not that you're enjoying telling somebody very clearly, but it's when you get to that frustration point where you're like, stop contacting me. I've had somebody who, um, there are places apparently don't search for it if you're listening to this, but where my, my phone number is out there tied to my business. And I, I don't, I'm saying this, and people. Are I'm so surprised you use your own number. There's apps where you. I can, don't. You can disguise your number. I know I should, but but for registering for certain things to set up my business, I think that oh. that's where they're finding it. Anyway, right. yeah. So some, I have people texting me, and I'm like, oh, you know what? This is my personal phone number. Uh, please email here. And they do that. And they say, oh, sorry to bug you. But this one person keeps contacting me. And I keep saying, okay, sorry. And now today he's like, well, I don't understand why you don't want to talk to me. And oh, I my said, gosh. And I wrote him. I'm, I forget exactly what I wrote. You block phone numbers. I have blocked okay. the phone number. And I said, I've asked you repeatedly to contact me in a professional manner through my website and through my support team. Please do not contact me again. I don't want to ask again. And I, I mean – I don't, that for me, that's harsh. And then you blocked him. Right. And you yes. feel harsh and you don't want to get to that point. But yeah. You get pushed. Yes. Yes. So I think that, I think really listening to those, the thing is we are, we are subtle in our communication, but our, our, we, men have to look for that subtle communication. Right. Right. And if you need clarification, just say, does this mean that you don't want me to call you? Ask for that clarification. Right. And then that one will say, yes, that's it what is, I'm it trying is to say. It is hard when, when you're a woman, either you're, when you say no, thank you, they can no, continue pushing or you say, or you get more stern and then you're a bitch. So right. it's like you're damned if you do, you're damned if you don't. It's a really yes. hard thing. And we've talked on the show before about women being afraid to reject a guy because of his reaction. Right. And I, I mean, it I happens know, all know, the time. But we got to change that. I mean, we have to change that. Like right. if, if picture, if you have a daughter, what would you tell her? And then that's what we do with each other. We tell each other that and we re- reaffirm it. Exactly. We can't just we can't just say, well, that's just the way we are. We can't be that way. We have to be able to say, no, thank you. And if you've got a problem with that, 
get out. Right. You know what yeah. I mean? Like I'll punch you in the penis and we'll be done. Yeah. We're anyway, done. we're going to take a quick break. But basically what we're saying is that women do not enjoy rejecting men. No. They, in fact, it's quite the opposite. We detest it. We'll be back in a moment. We live in 2018. That means we live when messaging with women through text or through online is just a part of the dating process. And if you think you're not really good at it, you can practice with me. I'm not going to judge you. I'm not going to date you. So you don't have to worry about impressing me. All you have to do is worry about getting your skills to where they need to be to make her smile. So to start bantering with me, go to kristencarney.com slash dating help. That's kristencarney.com, K-R-I-S-T-E-N-C-A-R-N-E-Y.com slash dating help. All right. We are back. <laughs> um, okay. So again, we are sitting in a fort like last time just to be completely transparent. But this is a better fort. This is a better fort, although it keeps falling apart. But we will find It's not a better, stable fort. Not a stable fort. Okay. Now I'm going to move my hand while I'm trying to do the computer. I don't know how to do this. Okay. So we are going to read some questions from our listeners. And if you want to write in questions, write them into ask at askwomenpodcast.com. Is that me scratching the roof of it? Yeah, I think so. That's funny. <laughs> you need to get some couch cushions involved. I know, seriously. The next oh, time yeah. we'll tape things. I know. Yeah. This, uh, this is our we're, second We're still week figuring of this, it out. Mm-hmm. Uh, hey, Marnie and Kristen, and guest. First off, I want to say that I love your show. Distilling the underlying meanings of what your guests say is no easy task, but I always find you very poignant. In a recent episode, you were talking about how women basically want a nice man with an edge. I think most people have heard the sentence, he's a nice guy, but, and the frustration on the guy's end that might accompany that. I don't have a question about it, but I want to try to dissect what this means in a way that's understandable for everyone. At the end of the day... What we have is a powerful man who can get his needs met, can dominate others, but chooses to be nice and pro-social instead. I think the people trying to emulate this nice part are forgetting the choice aspect of this, since that is what communicates the confidence. The difference lies in someone who can get what he wants, but chooses to ask for it in a playful way, and someone who believes he can't get what he wants and is being nice as a means to an end, almost like a trick. One is nice because it's the nice thing to do, while the other is nice because it's the only thing he can do. You'd see the same lack of choice power in someone trying to be a bad boy. I could uh, go on, but I'll cut it off there. Ultimately, I'd say try to be your best self and enjoy the process. Anyway, keep it up with the podcast, ladies. Uh, We could use more positive female influences like you. P.S. I usually listen on Stitcher, but your feed hasn't been updating for the past few months. Maybe you could check on that. I have checked on it. Now it is connecting properly. We just have to give them our, our new feed. Um, when we just switch over to Libsyn, I didn't realize that it didn't do that automatically. But it is back up on Stitcher for anybody uh, that likes to listen to our show there. So I wanted to hear. That's an insane letter. I can't believe. I know that we weren't on Stitcher. How took, horrible is that? No, that <laughs> somebody took the time to write that. We get a thoughtful, lot of very thoughtful, thoughtful letter. Thoughtful that is yes. very kind. Oh my god! The people who listen to this show yeah, are amazing. A really great, amazing letter. men. There's like two percent crazies, but like ninety eight percent. That was a great, absolutely letter. awesome men. So I want to hear what you think about it because I think that that topic of power of choice and the difference between being nice and not really being nice and using niceness as a tool to potentially get what you want, as opposed yeah. to really being okay. I want to hear what been you thought. Using niceness wrong. Yeah, I've gotten. I do not get what I want, but I'm very nice. Well, you need to start at least. Well, then you're not that you're doing exactly what he's talking about. You're using it as a tactic. I think, I'm not using it as a tactic. I'm using it because I'm nice. Oh, okay. <laughs> but yeah, you're talking about a really manip- manipulative person, I think, and somebody who probably is a narcissist. Well, it, possibly, or somebody who doesn't feel like they have a choice, and that's what they they 
the, the, the default character they choose to present because they think it may get them what they want. It's not uh, narcissistic. It, it may be, it's a confidence thing. Well, no, but, but, but if it is, if he's doing it, like you're saying, in a manipulative way, I mean, if he's just, an, uh, you know, knows that you have to have certain social graces to get fo- forward in life. We all do that. I mean, yes. Look how nice I'm being to you guys right now. <laughs> I hate you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and we got you under a blanket. <laughs> no, but I mean, like, there is certain just regular kindness. Like, I am kind to the mailman. I am kind to the person at the grocery store. And so, and is that to get what I want? Yes, but yeah, also it's just mail. because I, yeah, I get my mail and get my groceries, but also I know I'm going to be back there and I want to have a nice rapport. But so also it's they're, they're normal. Also, it's you want to uh, not be always, and you don't want to be a negative, you don't want to be a negative experience for somebody. So yeah. like when I go to the grocery store, I'm very nice to the checkout people because they're cashiers. Of course. They're probably not just 100% satisfied in their life. I don't want to make it any worse, so I'm going to be nice. And so I'm going to be nice because I want them to feel good, but not because I want anything out of it. But right. it's, but I, I'm, I'm going out of my way to be nice in a way where I. It's weird. There was an episode of Friends um, that was. It was like the whole episode was based around Phoebe trying to find out if there is such oh, a without thing being selfish to do a kind act without selfish, being selfish. Yeah, an unselfish good deed, and it's really hard because when I am nice to the grocery store person, it makes me feel good about myself. You know, I'm like, I'm a good person. I'm a nice guy. I'm a nice woman. I'm a, I'm a yeah, guy. so it's yeah. for you. So it's for me in a way, but it's not to get something. It's not like well, this is a little bit different. Discount what something. he what he's talking about. Because so what he's talking about though is somebody who is setting out to get somebody, as it were, which that whole word is gross. You know, to get you. I mean, how do you even know we're going to we're we're going to be you know? How do you even know you're going to like me or that we're going to click? So if you're just trying to get me because you want to get in bed with me or something, and you're using niceness for that, then you're as evil as Trump. I mean, that's evil. And that, I think, comes and happens a lot with narcissists because that's what they do because they just want the power. A hundred, a hundred percent. I agree. Yeah. But I think for a lot of guys who I work with or who listen to this show, who use niceness, it's not as manipulative as you think. I think that, that, that. What you're talking about is like displaying false niceness, and that can switch on a dime if something yeah. doesn't go their way. This, this is a guy who is out there being really nice all the time and being kind and doing the right things and calling and not playing any games. I'm putting, you know, quotations for like the games they they feel people are playing and their go-to behavior is being kind and nice and a little subservient and maybe not expressing their opinion. Um, Being a bit of a wallflower. Yeah. And it it, it comes from a lack of confidence being that way. Because they think if they're not nice, then they're they're not going to be liked. Yeah. So I I always say when women label men as nice, what they're really saying is men are wimpy. These men are wimpy. Or you're not enough for me. You're not enough of a man for me. You're not assertive enough. It's because guys are very put off because they say women don't want to date a nice guy. They don't want to be with a nice guy. Nice guys finish last. That That's where yeah. his interpretation is coming from. I think you just have to be confident in yourself and not try to please somebody else. Here's, you have to just say, this is what I do. On Saturdays, I golf. That's what I do. Would you like to come? No? Okay, maybe we're that's not That's a perfect example. Yes, just like that. It's perfect. Okay, yeah. I'm going, you know, I like to go to the movies every Thursday where they have this thing and I'm going there. That's what I'm doing. What are you up to? You know, that's it. Mm-hmm. So, 
if they have that kind of confidence is what women want, just yeah. like decisiveness. It's the, it's the, oh fuck, you're so right in terms of like, it's the wishy-washiness that if you say like, well, oh, what, what do you want to do? What do you want to oh, do for dinner? I don't know. We could, we could go out. Well, no, I know we could, but I mean, what do you want to do? Well, I mean, you know, we could go to this place or, well, do you want it's to do that? Funny it's funny how, how nice, how nice kind of got all tangled up with being discern being decisive and decisive yeah yeah it has not, they have they're totally yeah. not mutually excuse, exclusive like or or i mean i don't know did i say that right you can be nice and, and they decisive. are mutually they exclusive. are mutually mutually excuse, exclusive Blah, i can't speak today but you just because you make decisions and you know where you want to go and you know what you want out of life doesn't mean you're not nice. Yeah. I will say something interesting. I am noticing a lot lately, and I have done this in my past, but I think I'm noticing it a lot more now. When my husband and I do get into arguments, I'll say, just be nice. Just be nice. I'll repeat it several times. Just be You say it too? I used to say it. Just be nice to me. Just be nice. Mm-hmm. And that, so, I, so when you used to say that, what, what did that mean for you? What, it meant... It meant be reasonable and be on my, like, try to get on the same page with me. Yeah. Instead of being against me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Instead of, like, fighting against me, just be yeah. nice. Or, like, let's just get back to that place where we're working on this together. Yeah. Like, let's drop any sort of aggressiveness, abrasiveness, and yeah. just be nice. But it doesn't mean you have to agree with me. It means just it doesn't be, mean don't be. It doesn't mean be wimpy right. and give in to me and do whatever I want to do. Right. It means be kind in this situation instead of being an asshole. Yes. Yeah. If you're in a relationship, I think a good idea maybe, to, to, you know, with, with your partner is to say, you know, do you want me to make this decision? So if you say, what do you, just ask me what I want to do for dinner, Kristen. What do you want to do for dinner? Do you want me to make the decision for yeah. real? Yes. Okay, great. We're going to go to Palermo's. Perfect. Like that. Perfect. Right. I would date you. That is so weird. You said Palermo's. Oh my Why? Gosh. Because it, it, where I'm from, that's my ex-boyfriend's absolute favorite pizza place is Palermo's. And like... Is that it, what it is for you? That's just so weird. Out of all What's the words, you would say that. Yeah, I don't want to get into Come it. on in. Uh, no, it's Palermo's is say Palermo's. <laughs> my pizza place in Los Feliz. Oh, there's oh, there's one in Los Feliz. Interesting. Yeah. Interesting. Well, it's a one of a one of a kind. It's been there for probably 30 years. Right, right. Well, maybe not. It's not one of a kind. Oh, well, no, it's too. definitely not one of a kind. No. Yeah. yeah. Okay, let's get to the next question. Okay. I have a two-part question about a brief introduction. I tend to get the... Oh, wait, did I just say this? <laughs> did I just... What? what? No. <laughs> wait. Hey! Did I just totally here? screw this up? Okay, tell me if I just read this. I have a two-part question about a brief introduction. I tend to get the you're a really great guy, but fill in the blank. Okay, never mind. I didn't read this. Uh, you're a really great guy, but fill in the blank. I'd still like to be friends more often than not, specifically with the last girl I was talking to and seeing. She said that she did not have time for dating because she's independent and focused on her, her career and what changes she may make down the road. Bullshit. Here's my two-part question. Why is it girls and guys two will use the your great butt line? It feels so disingenuous and makes it appear you are using little kid gloves to an adult. We've talked we about might, this. We I think we just when I went with the when I was at Kroll that show. Did we? Yeah. Okay. And then the other question was: Is it ever appropriate to ask a girl or guy about a brief period of time if the reason she or yes, he yes, gave yes, yeah. uh, for breaking things off was a legitimate reason? I happen to really like this girl, so it's a bummer she broke talking off. I think you can always go back and ask people. They may not give you answers. I, I think we did cover this one, we but I just want to say yeah. for the, okay. So yes, I, I think that you, you have to be prepared if you're asking for it. Don't get butt hurt with actual honesty. Absolutely. Or if really she doesn't honesty. respond, if she doesn't respond, then it's not going to happen. But I think it, I think that if you really want to find answers for things to figure out where you may be going wrong, I think you can always ask. You but also, also for men, I mean, look, 
if she's saying, I, you know, I really like you as a friend or I think you're a great guy, but, and she's doing that, then you know what? Maybe she ain't you're, into you. You're, she's not into you, first of all, but also maybe your expectations are off. You know, like maybe I don't, I hate to use the term date in your league, but at the same time, look around and date somebody who might be more appropriate for you. I'm not, I don't mean just mean physically what you look like, but like, what do you want? Do you want a girl who's super career driven and super busy and doesn't have time to talk? Cause that's what she does. Is that what you want? Apparently you want somebody that does have some or more she's time. using it as an excuse. Right. Yeah, I know she could be, but I'm just saying, so if that's the case, even if it's an excuse, yeah, you're or not, not a match. is that what you want? Yeah. yeah you're, you're not, not a match. match. Move on. Other. Yeah, exactly. On. I agree. Okay. Last question. Hello, ladies. I'm a 23-year-old and from the UK. I recently stumbled across your podcast when I was looking for some advice when it comes to women. I'm not sure if you have had anything similar. Um, I still have so many more... Uh, to listen to and I plan to listen to everyone. So around six months ago, I became single and it was a pretty rough breakup uh, that eventually involved her cheating, but that's the past. I do get approached by women on nights out and via social media, but I am just simply not attracted to them, but I can talk to them fine and have conversations. The problem comes when I find a girl that I do find attractive. It is as if I become a different person and my brain turns to jelly. I can't get a conversation started or even approach most of the time. My picture is below... You can see he's super cute. Ooh, he's cute, right? Hot, yeah. hot, um, hot. I don't think I'm that unattractive. I will add a little photo in. Please be as brutal as you want. Like, he's super cute. Super cute. There in the boot of his car. And stylish. Like, sexy. Uh, any help would be greatly appreciated. Keep up the podcast. You're doing great wonders. Mitchell. Okay. So, number one, we think you're cute, Mitchell. Uh, and number two, let's comment on what he was saying before. How come he can be super confident with women that he's not attracted to? And then when he is attracted to somebody, he's not. It's the same reason as if, you know, if you're playing, not that we're doing this and I, I mean, I can't relate. It's a bad example. But if you're playing like you're, you're alone and you're throwing some shots at the basket, you know, you're going to make your shots more. But the minute you get in your head because your friends show up and you're playing a game of, you know, whatever, yeah. then you're like, it's higher pressure. and you just choke. So you just need to do whatever it is you can do to get out of your head, which is, you know, like yeah. Marnie Mitchell, said, Mitchell needs some, um, he needs some hobbies and he needs to get involved in other things and just become a more confident person and let people approach you. You know what I mean? And instead of going after people all the time, just work on himself. It, the breakup was what? Six months ago. Yeah. M Mitchell, give yourself a year. Come on. You know, just work on yourself. Yeah, yeah, Be definitely. Confident. But I, I mean, I've no, I experienced that when when I'm in around people that intimidate me, I immediately, like you said, my brain turns to jelly. I don't know what to say. All of a sudden, I lose my personality. But it's been getting better, and it's and what's been helping you get better? I think age, and I think learning to not give a fuck. And I've been listening to the book because I don't read books, uh, the subtle art of not giving a fuck. Mm -hmm. And you know, it's that kind of stuff of. Of when you give fucks about things, that's when things don't work out. The minute you, I mean, you still want to give fucks about certain things. No, but, but all the things that you were saying is exactly what Christine said about like doing things, yeah. keeping yourself preoccupied, learning more, Being uh, collecting more tactics. Do. Exactly. Yeah. But it's really at the very core, we, it's really just like not giving a shit about yeah. anything and, and learning how to do that. So I think going out, doing activities, yeah. uh, joining groups, but then, signing up for classes, but also yeah. researching on uh, like little tools and skills that you can acquire. And when you care. start feel when you start having that feeling, you know, in a moment where you're nervous, you feel pressure, maybe you're sweating, 
address that in your head. Like, oh, okay, wait a minute, wait a minute. What's going on right now is my anxiousness. And I know it's my anxiousness. And I also know that they're just a regular person like I am. And they went to the bathroom this morning too. You yeah. know, we all put our pants on here. Yeah. So I let's agree. just breathe through it and address though what's going on. And so that you can isolate that. And so then when you don't feel like that, you know, you can, just, oh, look at that. I don't and feel also, that. And also, you know, I, I, to flip it, flip it a little bit. He's a very attractive guy. So it does give you a little bit of a leg up. She yeah. might be intimidated by you. Yeah. yeah. She might be uncomfortable. So Mitchell, if you're around, we could go some, get do some <laughs> 10 pin bowling. Yeah, we can, that guy from Colorado. Get some fish and chips. Yeah, screw him. You know, weeks. Come on, he's yeah. out of there. Cup mm-hmm. of tea. Put <laughs> some alcohol in it. I'm All sure. right. We are done with you, Mitchell. I hope that that gives you some excellent advice of, of things that you can do to boost your confidence ar- around people that you find attractive and may create some discomfort for you. Thank you so much for being on our show. We're going to wrap it up here. Um, but tell people how they can listen to your podcast. Oh, please. Yeah. Sto- that Kristen's been on. I think I've been on it as yeah, well. Yeah, you've a long both time been ago. on storyworthypodcast.com. Head over there. Super fun. And also Story Smash, uh, StorySmashShow.com. That's my game show we play every month. Which is super improv. fun. Kristen, you're so good at that. Thank you for you're having an me. Excellent right. storyteller. You really are. That's when I thrive. It really, that's like my zone. Boom. Yeah. That's fantastic. Yeah, yeah. Well, I enjoy it. Are you saying. <laughs> well, she just did. Oh, I want you to come back on Storyworthy. If you know, I will go I'll be, uh, yeah, I'll be around. Yes. Okay. And She'll, just one more thing. I have a one-woman show coming up in August. Wow. Yes, I do. August 4th and 5th at the Lyric Theater here in Los Angeles in Silver Lake. And it's called Surviving the Ride. Amazing. And uh, look for Good that. ChristineBlackburn.com. Yeah. Mine, mine would be called Dying on the Ride. But I'm, I'll still... <laughs> but you're here, so you are surviving. Yeah. Yeah, day by day. <laughs> day, by day. Day by day. If you want to send in questions to uh, be answered and overanalyzed by us and our guests, send them into ask at askwomenpodcast.com. New episodes of the Ask Women Podcast come out every Thursday at 5 p.m. Pacific. And I announce it on Friday right in the morning so that people can download. If there is another platform that our show is not available on anymore, well, I guess you wouldn't know Re- because you're not it. listening, but <laughs> request it. <laughs> And I uh, will submit the feed to them so that you can listen. We don't want to deny this information to anybody. What? No. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I was just Spotify. Or we're not. Well, yeah, we're on. We're on Spotify we as well. Spotify? I, yeah, oh. we, we were. We should be. Oh, okay, cool. Again, if you if you don't find us somewhere and you want us somewhere, please let us know, and we'll try to put Except that your bedroom. Exactly. We won't be there. I mean, maybe just through speakers. Just through speakers, exactly. (laughs) Some people, that's all they need. (laughs) Um, You guys are awesome. We will see you next week. Bye.